Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hub World Podcast. Today's episode will have us covering what we think the future of Super Smash Bros. will entail. My name is Mateo, and today I'm joined by... Gino, Jules, and Joe. Whether you're joining us from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to like and subscribe. Now, let's get this discussion going. Notice how I removed Google Podcasts from the uh, the spiel. I think by the time this episode drops, or by the time the next one comes out, uh, Google Podcasts will no longer be with us. Rest in spaghetti, never forgetty. Yeah. Of all our audiences, though, Google Podcasts was by far the smallest, but it was the, it's like, you may as well upload it onto there. But yeah, Super Smash Brothers. We kind of hinted at this in our last episode. Uh, Gino had a idea for a Smash Bros. episode that because we were kind of getting into things a little too much with the uh, Sora Amiibo announcement. So Gino, why don't you share with our listeners what your idea was? This one here kind of was in the can for a little bit. We've been discussing it kind of like... It's the discussion really started with I think we were waiting in line for Tears of the Kingdom when actually we were talking about like, okay, what are you gonna do with Smash and things like that? And we were kind of just shooting the shit a little bit. And I I had obviously had the game and while Mateo and Jules were inside the uh the GameStop picking up the game, I kinda was kind of stewing on a bit of an idea. And then we kind of brought it up with the Sora amiibo. Here we are now, where we're a good few years out of Smash Bros. And I just had this idea of what could potentially a Smash Deluxe or a Smash Ultimate Deluxe look like? Or what would it kind of entail? So I do ask you guys this question here. What do you think a Smash Bros. Ultimate Deluxe or a Super Smash Bros. Kind of just like, okay, where does Smash go from Ultimate? Like, what? Like, okay, we've gotten everyone is here now. But like, do we go everywhere is here? Every mode is here? Like, what do you think? I kind of just want to open the floor with that. I don't think there will be every anything is here. I think that... We already got everywhere is here. Like they, they already included the vast majority of stages in Smash Ultimate, and the ones that they excluded were typically ones that wouldn't have worked well with the stage morph mechanic. For the most part, most of the modes were in it as well, like except for a few. I don't think it's about that at all. Um, if I'm being honest, I had one opinion back when Smash Ultimate came out. And I have a different opinion now, and my opinion now is that I don't think we're getting a fresh Smash Bros. for the Switch 2. I think the next um, game will be um, a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe situation where they port Smash Ultimate, add to it for its initial launch, and then announce pretty much lifelong support. Or not lifelong, but like system-long support for it. So, like, would you also feel like this would add, okay, like, more costumes, more uh, more things, kind of like that nature, more cosmetic kind of stuff, as well as, like, uh, stages? But that's the thing, like, they, they've never done costumes, really. Like, yeah, there's me, there's, there's me Fighter costumes, but, like, I've been saying since Smash 4, basically, like, that's an untapped market for Nintendo. Like, people will pay money for skins for characters not like just like echo fighters but even like less than echo fighters you can just do like skins you can do like guiji for luigi or you can do a different pikmin captain like they did with alf right like they can do stuff like that and people would pay money like i would buy buy all of those and I, that's just like one 
small thing that you can do to differentiate characters a little more. I would be fine with it being a deluxe version of Ultimate or even just like reboot's not the right word because if Sakurai's involved, it kind of won't be a reboot. But like something that like obviously shrinks the roster down, makes the game more focused. I kind of want like the more single player elements to come back to Smash Bros. Like we had like All Star mode was cut from Ultimate. I want that back. I love the event matches. Technically, from... it's there. It just isn't. Uh, it, it's I know. And then like <laughs> and event matches like those were two big omissions from Ultimate and. Those are arguably two of the modes that I played most in Melee, in Brawl. So, hear me out, though. I know All-Star was cut. And they do have an All-Star mode. It's not the same thing. I And I get why they cut All-Star. Because with as big of a roster as they have, they're probably like, the average person isn't going to want to sit here for three hours to complete like one run of a mode. But, event modes are in Smash Ultimate. Because... The spirit battles and like all those things throughout World of Light, that is event mode. Like that's exactly functionally how events always worked. They had these strange elements to them with like a very specific goal. And that's how all of the spirits worked in that game is they they, they were functionally events. They just didn't call it event mode. Yes. I was going to say an actual adventure mode like Melee would be the number one thing I would want in a brand new, built from the ground up, essentially, Smash Bros. game. It's a shame that subspace won't, like a thing like subspace won't happen because of the the cutscenes and the worry about leaks and things like that. But a simple adventure mode like Melee, I think, would do wonders for the single player of Smash Bros. Like, I just think that Mm -hmm. having that with all the other things and like, Bring trophies back. We had stickers and things or whatever those things were. Spirits sucked. Okay. <laughs> trophies are awesome because trophies sure. could be rotated around 360 degrees. There was a blurb about each one and they were so well written. They were kind of funny. It, it, it showed you history of Nintendo essentially, whereas spirits are just a friggin' JPEG on a screen. Like that's, there's nothing new about them. Like seeing 2d characters in like a 3d model, like that's really cool. I, like as a, uh, a Nintendo fan, that is like the ultimate sort of museum thing that they could put in smash bros, which is basically a museum of video games at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. While I appreciate things like adventure mode and trophies and all those things, I also recognize that at least for Ultimate, I get why those things were removed or not added because they did what Smash... Like, there's a reason Smash Ultimate is the best Smash Bros. game. Like, objectively, in my opinion. I know that doesn't make sense objectively, in my opinion. But I'm saying, in my opinion, I don't think there is an opinion. Smash Ultimate is the best one. Yeah. Um, and it's because they sat down and Sakurai said, basically, what do people want out of Smash Bros? They want the multiplayer experience to be the best possible thing it can be, because as much as they might like the adventure mode, as much as they might like the trophies, they do that once and they never do it again. Those things are there and you play the adventure mode once with each character and it's gone. 
It's never there again. You don't play it. You don't replay it. But everybody plays multiplayer forever. So what do we need to do? We need to focus on the multiplayer. So let's make the roster as big as possible. And they diverted all those resources they used to making a single player map or to making models that rotate. And they're like, let's put all these resources toward characters. And that's what they did. And I think that was the better choice. So I personally actually, as much as I, I like those things, I personally don't think that single player should be the focus in the next game. I think they should continue the trend of multiplayer being the core focus because ultimately what people play in Smash Bros. is not the single player. It's the multiplayer. I think that they have an opportunity, though, with the next system. If Smash, this next Smash, becomes a launch title... Their worry about having cutscenes leak before the game comes out kind of actually is less likely and somewhat solved because not only would you need to have a copy of the game, you also need to have a system to play it. So I kind of hope they do actually give us some sort of single-player expansion with this new Smash Bros. if it's just going to be a remaster of Ultimate because it's a prime opportunity to like do a proper single-player experience, kind of like Brawl. Honestly, I really enjoyed Subspace for what it was worth. And, like, having a good story mode and things like that. Oh, okay, yeah, you don't need to have, like, an earth-shattering reason for why the characters are fighting each other. But it'd be really cool to actually have some of that, like... Because, like, Smash could also be, like, tuned into, like, a decent platforming game. Like, look what we had for Smash Run on the 3DS. Now, there's a mode that needs to come back on the big screen. I feel like if we had a Smash Run in Ultimate, it would be way more fun. Because it's basically just Kirby Air Ride, except it's a fighter. And like I agree. building building characters and like doing little like mini tasks and everything inside of the world of Super Smash Bros. And like you have some kind of like event or objective that you're trying to get to at the end of it. You could just it could just be a classic like be the last character standing or whatever. But like then you could have builds and metas and stuff for it. Like, oh okay, here's Yoshi, except Yoshi's now gonna have like a million jump stat and amazing smash attacks. Oh, okay, there you go. Some like of some bottom tier character can just be completely broken and OP by the end of it and that's what makes the game fun i like playing against random characters not everyone playing as falco because falco is top tier in melee yeah i'm just using as an example right like i was i was i was was gonna say fox but i don't want to dig at the melee community even more than nintendo is yeah, right now, so. <laughs> I, get it. I think smash run makes sense because again i think the the focus should be multiplayer and i think smash run was a great representation of what the multiplayer could be and i i personally just i don't see the value of a single player anymore i one don't see like if they're gonna do a port an enhanced port of ultimate i don't see the purpose of adding a single player now and i also just personally can't see that if they wanted to do something on the scale of subspace i can't see them getting the approval of all of the third party characters that they have for nintendo to actually use them in a story means especially see like square enix being like and disney being like no you can't use sora you can't use cloud in this context and if not every character is going to be in it why do it yeah or you could even have something like, oh, okay, like based off of the original roster of characters from Smash 1. Like those characters, definitely it would be cool to see something like, okay, here's a limited story told with specific characters or something like that. Or like 
doing a mode like a Smash 64 mode where like you can only play as those specific characters and like you only have your basic special and you don't have directional special attacks. Like little things like that that would like nod back to like different modes. And that's how just say you could satisfy fans of a specific game where like you would you could have like balance and tuning and stuff based off of that or and just just make it a mode or something. I feel like if we're going to do like a smash deluxe kind of thing, I feel like it really should have like the best representation of absolutely every version of the game. I, w- I won't say like, okay, in a brawl mode, add random tripping, but like something along the lines where like you can restrict the character rosters based off of those versions of the game. I also think they need to kind of think of a different way to unlock characters. Cause like personally, if they're just going to copy paste it over, I'm not playing world of light again. Like, absolutely not. Like, that was a good one-time experience. Unless they redo it and we get something like World of Darkness. I don't know. World of Light wasn't the only way to unlock them. Every character had their own unlock method. I know, but, like, a more just, like, standardized way. Because I know you could just do your matches or individual things, but, like, I would want a different way other than well, World of Light. Like, a new experience. Light. I don't want it just to be, like, go play the multiplayer and, like, have fun. Like, I want something new to experience that I can do, as well mm-hmm. as still have the multiplayer there. I feel like there should just be a cheat code and you could just unlock everything. And That's like, what I was going to say. Go. I don't want that either, though. I want to still have to re. That's half the fun I have playing Smash. Once I unlock the mm. characters, I kind of get bored. I do agree with you. Um, however, if like we're operating under this assumption like Smash Ultimate Deluxe, I think they're going the same route they went with Mario Kart 8. All the characters will be unlocked from the beginning. Um, because the intention of the game will not be necessarily for this to be a fresh new experience. The d- intention of the game is for people who played the previous one, they're building on it, they're giving you more content. And for people who haven't, it's a way to get in, but they're not really going to concern themselves with those people and making their experience feel like this like new, fresh, like unlock all the characters experience there. I really do think like if we get Smash Ultimate Deluxe, it's going to be exactly like what they did with Mario Kart. It's going to be all the characters are unlocked from the beginning and they're going to add some new characters, some new stages, maybe a new mode that's representative of the Switch era of games. And then they're going to add support for it the same way that Mario Kart did. And like significant support. Like we're going to do a fighter pass a year for the next four years that'd be honestly pretty cool but like who do you add at that point oh that's i guess we're like we can get more of like the 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 fighter pass ballot characters coming in like well that's the thing is i i don't think that who do you add from here is even a question like there's always going to be characters to add Mm -hmm. right there's always going to be people like characters people want like there's the indie market is untapped even third parties are relatively untapped like Western third parties are completely untapped. There's still yeah. tons of Japanese characters that have not been added, mascots. There's a lot of retro characters. There's even Nintendo characters that have been asked for for years and years and years and haven't gotten in. There's a lot of potential there. Like when I was brainstorming ideas for this episode, like that was one thing that I just never thought about is like changing the character unlock method. And Joe, I'm really happy you brought that up because like I wouldn't want Smash Ultimate Deluxe if that's the the approach Nintendo goes. I wouldn't want to unlock everyone again, like you said. But unlocking characters really meant something in 64 and Melee, really. Brawl had unlock methods that were somewhat easy, but like you could just play Subspace, you could just play Roll the Light, whatever, unlock all the characters that way. But like I liked having 
the feeling of like real real accomplishment by unlocking a character that the older games had and in a smaller like i'm envisioning the next brand new smash bros game to have a considerably smaller roster like like potentially even like half as big as ultimate Mm -hmm. and if you're only balancing like 40 characters just say you can put the resources into reworking returning characters which there's a a great deal in my opinion need a rework or and then i'm I'm gonna stop you right here i think this is i think this is a good a, a good place to actually like come in and okay like ask everyone the same question like what okay like if we don't get an ultimate deluxe where do we go from here where does this where does the like where does the game evolve how does it evolve how does it move past ultimate how do you beat ultimate what is more ultimate than ultimate there isn't more ultimate than ultimate there isn't is the answer there is no ultimate. there isn't it's a reboot i i really do think there's no other way to go and when i say reboot i don't mean rework some characters i think it's all or nothing I think if they yeah. only rework some characters and not others, people will be really upset because people are, it will be a very bold, bold, bold thing for them to reboot. So for example, let's say they change the original 12 only people who are fans of those characters and like the playstyle of those characters will be very upset that their characters were changed. Like even yeah. like that's been the debate about Ganon since he was introduced in Melee. People are like, why don't they fully rework Ganon? And Sakurai's talked about it, and he's like, it's because there are people who play this character and expect him to play a certain way, so why would we change the character for people who don't play him instead of rework him for people who do? Because ultimately, the fans of the character in the context of the game are the people who play the character, not the people who don't play the character. So I just can't see how they could get away with only reworking some of them. I really think it would be like, pick like 25 characters that you think from a conceptual point deserve to be in Smash Bros and completely redo them and then add like 12 new characters. And and I don't mean like original 12 in my in my head are not safe if they reboot. Yeah, they're, well, they're yeah. not safe if they reboot. But like as I was saying, like I fundamentally believe there's some characters that don't need to be touched. Like realistically, Yoshi's pretty perfect the way he is in Smash Bros. And same thing with Bowser. Like I don't think Bowser realistically needs anything done to him. Like new characters that like just like there's no way Inkling won't be in the next brand new Smash Bros. game. You don't need to touch Inkling. You don't yeah, need I... to touch, like, if Pit comes back, you don't need to touch Pit. Pit got changed going into uh, going into Smash 4. Like, there's there's characters that really realistically don't need to be touched. And I think most of those characters are characters that came in before Brawl. Like, Mario does not need Flood anymore. Like, get rid of Flood. Like, Samus can be changed. Like, there's I made like, a list of big, like... R- like Nintendo games that have come out in the Switch era after Ultimate came out. Like you have Tears of the Kingdom can change the Zelda characters. You got Metroid Dread, and you can completely do something different with Samus just from her her Dread abilities. Like Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Pikmin Four, Princess Peach Showtime's coming out. Like I'm sure there's going to be stuff in that game to pull from. Like Sonic 
should be changed realistically. And like you had Sonic Frontiers, like there's there's so many games that have come out, and there's more that I didn't even mention that uh, or new entries are in the series that are represented in Smash Bros that can be pulled from, and like you can make a more evergreen move set for Mario, like very easily, I think. And I don't think a lot of people would be upset by that. So. It, and people who play him, right, like would be. If you change every single character, I feel like people would accept that because like, oh, yeah, it's a new exactly. paradigm. Exactly. It's a new That's version of the game. That's what I think is I think they need to pl- they need to change everybody, even though you're right. Characters like Inkling or Yoshi like have really good movesets that are really representative of the people they that they are. However, they're also tactile enough characters that they could change the way they play while them still having similar things like they could still use the roller but use it in a different way for example and i or think you could change it yeah you could change it to like the paintbrush or just you could even just change okay like you wouldn't have the splat roll uh sorry the the paint the paint roller whatever you could change it to a, the bucket just say and then you could have your side smash be the roller and do a different thing like you can adjust sure. the moves and stuff but like kind of I, I feel like i'm more in between where you and mateo sit on this jewels is where like the modern new characters, really anything since Smash 4 and newer, are so new and fresh and, like, representative of what they do. I know, like, Nintendo had to completely make up what Kirby would, uh, what, sorry, not, um, what Captain Falcon Falcon. would do in a fight, or what Fox would do in a fight, right? Like... They're still kind of in that position with with a lot of characters, too, to be honest with you. But why don't they just give all the characters more movesets? You can even tie it to costumes. Literally, they could just keep the old characters exactly as they are, and then just like do an updated graphic. Sense. Yeah, it, they could be tied to costumes. Like you could have like a Super Mario Sunshine themed Mario costume that uses old move set, whereas like the new costumes use new move sets or even customized move sets yourself. But I think that becomes difficult with the competitive yeah. sets because you have to guess. Yeah. But if they're tied yeah. to costumes, then it's fine. That's what they did with Smash 4, right? Is they had the two difference. But, like, whether it's tied to costumes or not, that could even just be an approach. Is maybe they have a smaller roster, let's say 30, 35 characters, and every character has two styles. Not, like, customize your moveset like you did in Smash 4, because what that was was everything was derivative of each other, right? There were three B moves, and they were all somewhat similar, but, like, derivative. And what if they have two completely different styles? They have, like, the Legacy Mm -hmm. Mario moveset, that is what it is now in Ultimate, but then they have a like completely different move set where like all yep. of his specials and not just the specials, the specials, everything. the aerials, yeah. like everything is altered. So then, there you have multiple ways to play similar characters. Yeah, I feel like this would work really great for Luigi personally yes. because you could have Poltergust Luigi and like have all yeah. the Luigi's Mansion stuff and he's smashing ghosts and using the fire and ice medallion from the first game and stuff and then you have Gooigi teaming up and you can kind of have like a ice climbers kind of thing going on that would be great and then you have classic just like hey it's a mario clone yeah it gives you a chance to update all the move sets without pissing off you know the fans that love the old ones yeah yeah i mean there will still be people upset that will say like why would you cut 30 characters to just give 30 characters a second move set which I think will always be the problem. But that's why I, I just personally think the easiest way to do it without too much pushback is to just wipe, like just restart. Like as much as it's nice to have the option, I just think from my perspective is wipe it. Yeah. 
start from scratch just go completely new uh this is a new version of smash a smash remix maybe but uh that name is already uh, taken <laughs> <laughs> that's i i don't know i just think that if certain characters ain't broke and you have the rights and the ability and they're still relatively like they're really popular characters just don't change them and then give another character that could use a change a chance and then bring them into smash bros again like i don't know but yeah the other big thing is nintendo needs to get their online in order like that goes without saying like maybe maybe for the the third time or the i guess the fourth time's the charm with the uh the next nintendo system hopefully that will finally be the time in which smash bros multi uh, online multiplayer is in a like really good state like we didn't have that many issues with ultimate when we played like with friends online but online still with random people i had issues and like it's nowhere near as bad as it was on wii or wii u but it's still like i know some people that I like I, I, my some of my friends that don't play like don't own a switch they just said oh how's the net code oh it's this okay I'm not buying it like there's people that are just that like and I get it's a fighting game and fighting games need to have really good online but like it's gonna be 2024 when the next system's out and there's certain standards that need to be met and they've been lucky enough to not realistically like they haven't really needed to meet those standards yet but now i think is the point like especially if they make the next game is brand new and you have less characters and everything's going to be scrutinized you need to have all your ducks in a row for online so like if the next game is a a reboot and you have less characters and whatever and people are going to be saying oh less content this 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 whatever we know that's inevitable just Make sure everything is perfect before it comes out. You're going to get crap no matter what you do. The online issues have nothing to do with the Smash Yeah, that's game. like big... I know, that is, I know. That is Capital N Nintendo doing stuff, not like the developers I know. on the floor. Because Mario Kart 8, like for Switch, for instance, like Mario Kart 8 online is phenomenal. I have no issues with it. I've had no issues with F-Zero 99. Like there's so many games that run perfect. But then Smash Bros. still has issues. Well, well, but that's right? that's the fighting game of it all, right? Like, because uh, mm-hmm. here's the thing: is that this is my personal opinion. I don't think Smash Ultimate has bad online at all. I think most people blow it out of proportion. As somebody who's played many fighting games online, I think it is just as bad as every other fighting game. Because the thing with fighting games is if the other person... Because honestly, like most of the time you're playing a fighting game, it's one-on-one. So the other person is not... Like their internet is messing up or you're not connecting properly. The game slows down to try and sync you. Something in Mario Kart, if you are lagging out, it leaves you behind. Right? Like, that's your problem, and the game just keeps going. But for something like Smash, when it's one-on-one, and it's trying to collect, to connect two players, it's not going to do that. It's trying to sync up the two players, because it doesn't make sense for the game to just keep going without the other person there. Because then what are you even playing? 
So that's the problem is it tries to like sync up two people and if somebody's lagging behind or their internet's bad, it like slows down the game. Whereas something like Mario Kart F Zero, it doesn't matter if one person's lagging out. The the net code isn't trying to sync you up. You're all syncing to an online game, and if you are desyncing from that online game, it only affects you. It doesn't affect other people. Although it does affect people a little bit. But that that's why I like I don't know. I I don't think Smash Ultimate Online is bad at all. I would say like nine times out of ten, it's a good match. I, I guess it all depends on who's playing in your in your area and stuff as well, right? Because like if you if you're sitting in the lobby for a long time, it's going to connect you to someone like overseas, and it's just like a pain in the butt to connect to somebody. Just say like out like from where we are. Like if you're in North America, like connecting out to like Asia or like Australia or Europe or something like that, it's it can be really difficult especially over like those really big distances. But if you're like in, if you're in like North America and like go like in your playing against someone in, in your country, chances are it'll be good enough for you to, to be okay. Yeah. I think the game just needs a way to detect when a game is being slowed down that way and eject you from the, the game quicker. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a, an issue of like stabilizing everything. Cause it's never going to have, like fighting games can't have dedicated servers. Like that's not how fighting games work. They have to be player to player. Like all fighting games are player to player. And like again, like we don't know enough about like the actual like technology behind doing a lot of these like networking and that kind of stuff. It's not like that's beyond the scope of this podcast. But I'm really glad that um, Mateo brought up the networking idea, and that was just like I wasn't actually expecting that. Like having another another chance at like trying to make the online experience better. One thing I say, they got to keep the menus the same. The menus are great. Yep. <laughs> Sakurai's wife could really make a menu. Yeah. But like, how cool would it be though if like you could do like if they have an adventure mode or something, having online adventure modes like you can team up with a friend and do tag teams and like all-star mode or or classic mode or something like that i think that'd be really really cool and just like or even have like with classic mode for instance like the classic modes in smash ultimate really really creative but what if you have that and then also just have like the traditional uh like the more traditional type of class like have like multiple types of classic modes available i think that would also be kind of cool too just make the single player content more replayable by having multiple routes or stuff like that to experience it, I think would be really cool. Anyone have any other ideas, any, any kind of closing remarks? I feel like this is actually like, it's a good short topic and like we've, we've all kind of hit on something that we all kind of expect to see. So I'm very satisfied with all, all of <laughs> well, y'all's answers to my question. When we don't really talk about, characters like characters is on st- and stages and stuff like that are obviously like the biggest talking points for every smash bros game like that's the most critical part of the hype cycle and we've talked about characters in two separate podcasts before it was episode one and then it was i think it was we did like a smash bros week or month or something leading up to sora and we talked about characters again there obviously like if i hope they add new characters to both outcomes of smash bros obviously and i hope my favorite characters come back but like yeah like when you don't really talk about the biggest thing maybe we we each share the one character we would want to satiate some people like a like a new character or do we want like okay well okay let's do this what is our vote between ultimate deluxe or we'll we'll call it super smash brothers next 
So you take your vote on what you think the the outcome is and one thing you're looking forward to it. If like a hypothetical kind of thing. And if that's a character, great. You can do that. I, I think it, the, the best outcome is Ultimate Deluxe. And I hope to God Paper Mario gets added. I hope for Ultimate Deluxe in terms of characters. I cannot ask for any more characters. I have been fully satisfied. However, I'll echo Mateo. I will say if it is Smash Ultimate Deluxe, I will say I would like Paper Mario. And this is the first time I can say that in almost 15 years because I haven't wanted (laughs) Paper Mario since Brawl because I've been scared because I'm like, if they add him now, he's going to be based off Sticker Star, off Color Splash, off Origami King. But if, maybe if... He comes in Smash Ultimate Deluxe. He'll be based off of Thousand Year Door Remake, and that is a character I would want. Damn right. I think we'll probably get the Deluxe treatment for Smash, and I think I would like a mode where you get to like purposefully and continuously hit next-level games employees off a of stage for creating Mario Strikers Battle League. <laughs> for a character, <laughs> for a character, I'd also like Paper Mario. Dang, three for three. I'm going to be the only one to actually go out and say that I really wish that like we're going to have a Smash Bros. next, and it is a return to roots where everyone gets a new coat of shiny paint, and everyone has a new fighting style and a new mode. It would definitely uh, kick up the Smash community a bit, because then you can have classic people playing Ultimate or something like that, and then you also have a, a new generation of fans that has this new Smash Bros. next thing to enjoy. And then... Um, it gives everybody a chance to get good again because we've all been kind of set in our ways. Yeah, you want the... the, the I want the playing like, field even though because I'm not yeah. good at Smash <laughs> the way it is right now. We'll get good, you know. I'm still 100% on this. <laughs> well, anyways, that brings us to the end of today's episode. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know if any ideas you have for upcoming episodes or just share your thoughts. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think should be Nintendo's approach for the next Smash Brothers game. We'll see you next time at the Hub World. Microsoft, make a new Banjo game. See everyone. Hey!